going back to being timid and being shy, I guess that's definitely one of the things that, that hold us uh, Pacific people back. But that's the beauty of art for me. Um, art allows you to remain humble, but you can be loud with your artwork. What I would say is um, that all the best ideas come out of the process, and that's what Wycliffe is about, teaching you the process. Warm Pacific greetings to all our listeners out there, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our Le Talanoa Therapy Podcast, special edition with Whitecliff Monaco. My name is Shirley, your host, and today I have a very special guest joining us, Whitecliff Monaco's digital media and design lecturer, Walisi Vavai, aka Atakalit. Welcome to the show, my brother. Hey guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm real glad to be here. Look, we're so thrilled to have you share your expertise in the field of digital media and design with our listeners. But before we dive into our discussion, could you tell us all about yourself and what was it like growing up in South Auckland? Yeah, so um, pretty much back in the beginning of my journey, um, I started off here in South Auckland. Um, so I wasn't born in South Auckland, but I would basically was moved from uh, Fiji mm. to South Auckland. Um, my parents, uh, my dad's a reverend, and um, yeah, so he came over here to serve a church, um, which I've been at my entire life. So started off uh, in South Auckland. Still, in, I don't know why I said started off because I'm still there. But yeah, then uh, moved over into Wycliffe through a friend. So I had a whole lot of um, experience with like just artwork, and um, just trying to get, you know, trying to get out there with my own art. But I was really shy. Mm. And um, someone just helped me in that regard and reaching out. And then I ended up at uh, Wycliffe. I studied there, somehow graduated. By some miracle, I ended up back here. That is so amazing. But, you know, growing up in a religious household within our Pacifica community, it's often uncommon for our families to encourage us to pursue artistic paths. How did you manage to navigate your parents' expectations for art? Um, yeah, so yeah, like you said, it's not really a common thing for um, Pacific families to have people that are in the art industry. I mean, there's a lot of talented artists out there, but uh, just in regards to, um, I guess, the generation before my own, there were probably a lot of uh, people that maybe started off as artists, but um, maybe went away from it to, you know, get a more stable job uh, in that regard. But, um, yeah, so pretty much what happened with me was I just ended up um, really getting pushed by a lot of um, friends, I guess, um, who saw that I had a bit of talent. Um, it definitely is tough coming from a, a, you know, traditional Samoan family. I guess with my own family, they came to support me just seeing how much I was interested and how much I was willing to, you know, um, take my art forward. In choosing this pathway, I think um, one of the main reasons why was that I always had um, an interest in art, but also I think I showed a bit of talent maybe. Um, I was always those students that, um, you know, your classic, there's like a test going on and I'll be drawing at the back of the test. Any exercise books, I'll be like drawing at the back. Um, the, I was those kids who probably just um, more so looked at the pictures rather than read the words. But yeah, I so I always lean towards art. Yeah, I just 
really mesmerized me what was out there. So I wanted to pursue that more. But then as I moved um, outside of high school, like I don't think anyone at that age really knows what's out there in the art world. But yeah, so I actually was enrolled into Wycliffe by um, people from my church. So uh, they, they were like, we're not going to let you waste your, your gift, your talent. At the time, I was working uh, at a plastic factory. And I think they just wanted me to pursue something or at least give it a go. So yeah, that's when I found Wycliffe. So that's one of the reasons why I started pursuing art on a different level and um, a tertiary level. Uh, so I started at Wycliffe. And I, I must be honest because I was at Wycliffe Parnell. And it was tough at first, for sure. Um, I actually really didn't like the experience, but I, I look back and I realize it was because I was like a fish out of water. It was a new place. And the lecturers at the time who are still here teaching, um, <laughs> they're my colleagues now, um, they were really pushing people like me that they knew had something, but maybe had a lot of fear in themselves. So um, I realized that, you know, there was people around me going through the same thing. And then I also realized like, oh, it's just me holding me back. I need to express um, what's already inside me. And yeah, they they really pushed me a lot. And it, it's so funny because the, the lecturers that I probably didn't like that much <laughs> ended up being my favorite lecturers when I left. Just because of that, like they really spoke to something that was in me that maybe I didn't know was there. So yeah, and then in turn seeing that, I guess my family started backing me even more, even though they always had um, my first experiences um, getting a chance to showcase my artwork was at church. Yeah, my dad would uh, pretty much commission me the Samoan way, which is for free, uh, to paint things for church, the church banners that would be at church. And um, that was the only time I would get my art out there pretty much, unless it was at school. And at school, they did the same thing at, at Pep High, Pep Toy High that I went to. Um, there's a painting there still right now. It's, it's a big uh, mural on the side of a building. So it was really if, uh, just by chance, people have backed me, I guess, um, everywhere that I've been. But Wycliffe really changed the way I thought about things. It made me take um, art a bit more serious, but in turn uh, made me just realize that that's not just a, uh, like a decision to make, but a career path. And then there's heaps out there. So by the time I graduated Wycliffe, I was fully, um, yep, I knew that that was what I was going to do. That's so inspiring. And I love that you have people around you who encourage you to go after your dreams. And it's amazing to know that a couple of our young people from my program, the Queen Shirley Academy, will be joining your program in July, which is amazing. I'm so excited for them. And they are so excited to join as well. Um, but were there any challenges that you experienced? Yeah, um, there's been plenty of challenges, I guess. Um, just thinking about it, like even though I did have a lot of backing, a lot of um, people that supported me, um, there's always going to be just the general uh, mentality of like a, like a classic Polynesian type Pacific people mentality that you just have. Um, that's kind of been ingrained in all of us just the way we're raised, um, it's, there's, there's a good side of it and a, and a bad side of it. So there's the good side of it is like being respectful, having manners in regards to other people um, in relation to other people. But I think what comes with that a lot of the time is um, people are a bit uh, like timid and quiet. Um, that comes with humble, 
you know, a lot of the times the, the poly students are the ones who don't put their hand up when the teacher asks, does anyone not understand? They're just like, oh, I'm, I'm shy. But that's part of the humble mentality. Yeah, and a lot of the time, I think that stops us in pursuing things because we're too shy and shyness ends up being like, you know, you just end up not doing much with what you already have. So um, that's definitely something I had uh, that held me back at first. I was a bit shy. I was definitely one of the most quiet students when I started at Wycliffe um, and even in high school. Um, but then there's the other side of it uh, where there's like this kind of tall poppy syndrome mm. that happens with um, us Pacific people. And it's just, you know, that familiarity, like your, your friends, they know you um, and they know your background. And if you branch out from that, anyone who does this, um, a lot of the time the community will, a lot of people will pull you back because it's just they're like it's that kind of thing like they they might not want to see you succeed if if it's something that's different from where everyone else is maybe succeeding um so that's that's one part of it um yeah going back to being timid and being shy i guess that's definitely one of the things that that hold us uh pacific people back but that's the beauty of art for me um art allows you to remain humble but you can be loud with your artwork you can still have your, your, you know, your traditional kind of like mindset, but in a different way. And art allows you to just push past anything that, that could be possibly holding you back. Another challenge um, that I faced was after um, graduating, because, you know, the challenges just keep coming. Um, after I graduated and it's time to be your own artist. And now that's really where um, a lot of, you know, the thoughts come creeping back, like, is there even a market for this? Is it even possible to to live off being just an artist? Um, and yeah, I, I definitely have gone through that a lot. Like thinking back, like man, like I'm confident in what I can do, but is there anything even out there? Is it possible? Um, you know, there's that that saying that the struggling artist um, kind of that ends up being a mentality for a lot of people. But um, yeah, the just overcoming that was putting in the hard work. Um, I think that's really it. Uh, just working and working and working, like not letting any of that stop you from just putting pen to paper, mm. brush the canvas and just getting out what you already have in you. Um, which leads me to another challenge um, that happened, which was COVID for everyone. But the beautiful thing about COVID, um, my experience through it was it led me to digital media. So I was already kind of dabbling in it, but then once COVID hit, you're not allowed to go out there, paint murals. You're not allowed to uh, interact with other people, other artists that I'd normally interact with. And a whole lot of jobs were put on hold. Um, a whole lot of commissions that I had uh, painting for people, they would have to be put on hold or maybe dragged dragged all the way out. So, you know, now, now you're starting to think like, what else could I do? So I turned to digital art and I just started making uh, I guess a lot of people weren't working during that time. But I just started making, um, I did a kind of a challenge for myself um, to create art every single day um, during the first lockdown. Um, and all of it was digital. And the more I dived into digital art, the more I pretty much came to love it. But also really um, discovered this whole new pathway that I, I'd already been in. I just didn't click was there. Um, and then that led me to 
pretty much coming out of that challenge with something even better, like a, a more broad range of artwork to discover mm. and create, yeah. Well, you know what? Your journey is so inspiring and just so remarkable, bro. We would love to hear the vision for the future of Whitecliffe and what is that journey now, you know, being a mentor for these young aspiring artists? I always um, told myself that, yeah, maybe I'll turn back to teaching and giving back, you know, to the next generation. Um, but I thought I'd be a bit older when I when I would return to that. But, um, yeah, it was a weird way of coming back to Wycliffe. Um, so it was one of the clients that I had, but he pretty much uh, gave me the opportunity and just said, hey, they're looking for a lecturer. I had no clue there was Manukau as well. So, And then starting here was just real buzzy. Like the environment here is just different, completely different from when I was studying at Wycliffe. It's, it's so cool to see us branch out here to Manukau and, have a completely different vibe, but also keep what Wycliffe is about. Mm. Yeah, and it also keeps what South Auckland is about. And that's it just made me super passionate about, um, you know, the campus in general, but what what's in the future for it. Um, so, yeah, my experience here has been really good. The other lecturers here, um, super hardworking. And, like, it's just crack up when you see us because there's, there's less of us here, so I guess you get maybe a bit more of a tight-knit group. Um, yeah, everything's been going real well. The students that have come through, all of them are so different. Um, you get a different experience every time. But I, I will say that it, it's definitely, you can tell who's come from the South Auckland campus. Um, that's what they say in, in Simon Street. But yeah, I, I just love that I know that there's more of these students to be mined out and to come through the system through through Wycliffe Manukau and and it's not more about what I can give them or what I can teach them, but it's about what they could bring to Wycliffe. That's what I'm mostly excited about. So yeah, it's been really good. Is there a career pathway for them? Yeah. Um the cool thing about Wycliffe on on multiple levels is um they reach you wherever you are. So even though I didn't enroll myself when I was um in foundation, um straight out of high school, um, you still don't need any qualifications, really. Like, you don't need your NCA um, level three. Oh, did you join, hear that, guys? <laughs> to join uh, foundation. So, yeah, because at the time, I was completely, my mind was away from, um, you know, studying. And I didn't think it was even possible for me to get in, which is cool because Wycliffe has, uh, Wycliffe Manukau specifically has two intakes, the February and July, which is coming up. But yeah, um, a lot of these people, <laughs> a lot of, um, you know, these younger students or whoever, um, even if you're maybe and like you're, you've, you've lived your life, you're out there and you feel like oh, I'm maybe too old to return um, to the art world. It does not matter. I, I studied with older people. Um, I think I was maybe like in the middle. There were some super young students um, that dropped out of high school. There was some there were some people who left really good jobs when I was studying to come and study at Wycliffe. Um, so it was really, it was really buzzy. Yeah, I studied with someone that used to be a principal. Mm -hmm. So it was like they just followed their passion and I, they're still creating right now. But yeah, I, I think for me personally, just seeing that 
what's possible, I know for sure at all different levels, you could come in during foundation. Um, you could you could have done uh, something else and jumped straight into uh, year one, into the, the degree. You could even, if you've studied somewhere else, you could even come back and do the master's. Um, so yeah, the, everything's possible. It just really starts with the person taking that step and yeah, if that if there's anything I could say in that regard, it's that is just to take that step and just to challenge yourself. Um, in this day and age, there's so much um, to be made and to be created and to be put out there. We have social media. We got, you know, the web is massive now. Um, so yeah, it's so much opportunity out there. Just need to take that first step. Yeah. Mm. Honestly, guys, um, you heard it right here, live and direct at White Cliff. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, do you have any last words for our listeners out there just about what's next and what's coming up in Whitecliff? Yeah, so um, like I said before, there is an intake um, coming up in July for Whitecliff Manukau. Um, there's the digital media and design class that I teach. There's also the art and design, the, the art class that's on the other side, um, both at the foundation level um, and even fashion as well. So there's, there's something for like everyone that's creative to go for. But yeah, I'm um, just leaving uh, thoughts to share. What I would say is um, that all the best ideas come out of the process and that's what Wycliffe is about, is teaching you the process. You know, a lot of people like having an idea, then they're like, I'm going to create that straight away. But the process that you go through really creates the best artwork. And then also, like I said, just being afraid of uh, taking that step, I'd say just to put in the work um, go through the process, put in the work, um, and be patient with your your own work. Um, a lot of people expect to just put out work in and be like, where's all my likes? But it's, um yeah, it's just one of those things that you just need to be patient with it. And like I said, the process, which takes time. I think just making the work is always the, the first thing I'd say to people. Just make the work because it's that fear of even starting the process. Um, I saw a quote on Instagram uh, through a friend's story and it said, um, I mourn for all the artwork that the world would not see due to like imposter syndrome, due to fear, due to not wanting to take that step. And that's so true. Like I've seen some of the most talented people come out of South Auckland. I, I still say that till this day, um, that the most talented people in the world are from South Auckland. But a lot of the time they, they don't get the chance because they don't give themselves the chance. They're stuck in that like, nah, nah, I don't want to do that. Or nah, I don't want to put myself out there. You don't want to try and then look like you failed. And then, you know, you don't you want to play it off like, oh, I, I don't even care that much. But that's, that's just the mentality that we have. But taking that step and sticking to that step, being patient, um, trusting the process, it really goes a long way. Um, I had that with my own page. So... I have an art page that I created. Um, once I created um, kind of like the the artist name that I have, so articulate underscore UV, that's my name on Instagram. Go have a look, guys. Now, uh, but yeah, uh, pretty much that page, I started it way back. It's been like around maybe like when I was a student. So when I just started out like almost 10 years ago. So um, it, I had like barely any likes, whatever, barely any exposure at that time. I wasn't, I, I didn't know much and I'm not really a social media like, savvy person anyways but 
um, one thing that I have seen that finds success is just putting your artwork out there, like I've been saying. A lot of the time, people would see my artwork and it would be things I just wanted to create. They'd see it, then they'll know what I can do, then they'd hire me. That's that's how simple it's been for me a lot of the time. They'd see artwork and I'd always want to improve. That's the process that I was talking about. So they'd see artwork and they'll be like, this guy can do that. I want to hit him up for something. And a lot of my jobs that I've gotten um, throughout the years have purely just been off that social media page. And I know all of us uh, young people and everyone nowadays is on social media. So it's, yeah, the window's there. Um, the chance, the opportunity for you to just put your work out, it's there. Don't be shy. Um, and even if you are shy, why not? You got nothing to lose. But yeah, like I said, a lot of my um, opportunities have come through that social media page. Yeah, there's, there's heaps of stuff you can see on my own page if you want to go have a look. But um, yeah, pretty much that's all I'd say. It's just go for it. Just put yourself out there. Just do it. Yeah, um, guys, don't forget to follow his page. Make sure you guys add him on Instagram and hopefully TikTok real soon. And hey, um, just wanted to talk a little bit about the next intake starting up in July. Could you share some information about how people can enroll? Um, so it's super easy to enroll. There's like multiple ways. Um, so there is a Wycliffe Manical Instagram page as well. So there'll be links through there that you can, you know, tap on, end up on, you know, the enrollment page as well as the website. Um, you can specifically go to uh, the Manical section of the website. But the easiest way is just to reach out to the Manical page probably. Like um, they're always active. They'll reply to you as soon as you message. And and I know Sapphira who works here um, is really keen on anyone that's even interested, slightly interested, talk to her. She'll, she'll, she'll get you on the boat to... To come through um but yeah there's there's a whole lot of ways um whether it be the website or by instagram that you can just get in touch with with the white cliff people thank you so much brother it's been amazing having you and i wish you all the best thank you for having me uh queen shirley i'm really happy to be here and like it's not often that i get to come on and talk about uh, myself and white cliff but yeah now nah, thank you so much for the opportunity um yeah really really excited to see this come up um out there on social media so if you're watching share and like and share again but yeah um yeah just want to say thank you thank you so much for the opportunity as we bid farewell to this extraordinary episode we are overwhelmed with gratitude for the incredible journey and insights walisia has shared with us delving into his artistic world his passion dedication and creative spirit have inspired us beyond measure. And we are truly honored to have had this opportunity to showcase his remarkable talent. We also want to extend our heartfelt appreciation to the team at Wycliffe Monaco for their unwavering support and for providing a platform that nurtures and celebrates artistic expression. The Monaco campus is a haven for creativity and we encourage everyone to visit and immerse themselves in the vibrant atmosphere that radiates from this campus. And let's not forget that delightful Safira, our esteemed guest on our last episode, her warmth and willingness to help others is a testament to the incredible community fostered at Whitecliffe Monaco. To all our listeners and supporters, we extend our deepest gratitude for joining us on this awe-inspiring artistic odyssey. Your encouragement, 
fuels our passion, and we are committed to bringing you more remarkable stories and insights from the world of art. Remember that art has the power to ignite our imagination, challenge our perceptions, and unite us as a community. Thank you, Alessia, for your time, your artistry, and for following us a glimpse into your creative soul. We are forever grateful. Peace, love, and power to the people.